The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specialises in making it a successful reality. Hello and welcome to Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. Now today we're looking at Synergen Met, which is a thermal plasma technology specialist. The company essentially creates sustainable solutions to environmental problems. I'm joined now by Chris Dunks, Managing Director of Synergen Met. Chris, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, Oriel. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. So talk to us a little bit about how you've come to where you are today, because of course you are an engineer by trade. I am an engineer by trade. Um, I'm a mechanical engineer. Uh, my background is is in the construction, uh, design and construction of large industrial facilities. Um, but back in the late 2000s, I started working with some people who had uh, some very interesting ideas about how to more sustainably make certain chemicals using this technology called thermal plasma. And, and the thermal plasma is, is essentially about heating gas and doing some really cool things with that. So we've uh, we've been around since 2007. Uh, a lot of the time that we has been spent doing development work on a number of our applications, uh, and we're now a team of engineers um, and and science guys and girls um, building these applications. Uh, are looking forward to getting through this IPO and and moving on and, and creating a great business. So, so you mentioned the IPO. I'll get to that in just a bit, but I want sure. to sort of fully understand Synergen's uh, uh, technology um, okay. and and how it how it basically basically works. Okay, so we've got a number of different uh, applications that we have. Um, the the main one and probably the most topical is that we can make hydrogen, uh, and we make hydrogen by splitting methane or natural gas. So natural gas is made up of uh, a mix of carbon and hydrogen. Um, the chemical name for it is CH4. Um, and so we, we, we approach this manufacturing of hydrogen by uh, putting this gas into a very hot environment and that very hot environment splits that molecule apart and splits it into carbons and splits it into hydrogens. And then we keep those hydrogens and carbons separated uh, and the hydrogens become a gas and the carbon becomes carbon black. And that carbon black is a very fine particle and it can be used in ink, can be used in tires, uh, can be used in many, many, many different applications. It's a, a large global market for carbon black. So that's what we do. It's a fairly straightforward process. Uh, and the reason why we're able to do make hydrogen in this way is because of this particular thermal plasma technology. What will the hydrogen be used for largely? Uh, there's actually multiple uses. Um, you know, the hydrogen conversation is a really interesting one. Um, I'm sure many of the listeners are following it, but there, there's a number of different areas where hydrogen is being used or being talked about being used. The big conversation is having large production, putting hydrogen in ships and it's being exported and Australia becomes a very large global exporter of hydrogen. That's not us. We're, what we're doing is we're, we're targeting and working with uh, customers who are currently using natural gas in their process or they have natural gas 
as part of what they do. For example, in the coal mining sector, um, there's gas there uh, and they need to do something with it or they want to use it to generate electricity but to have zero emissions out of that electricity generation. So we've got a number of different uh, opportunities and projects that we're working through where the end user is our joint venture partner and that gas will be used in that hydrogen that we create will be used for generation of power or it will be used in an application that's specific to, a, say, a process of making platinum in the mining industry in South Africa. So there's a number of different uses that, that we are, um, that we're being part of, uh, but they're really about being located with that end user. And so we're not, we're not going to be producing it and then transporting it. We're going to be producing it where that end user needs it. Green hydrogen then is clearly a, a big opportunity um, for you guys, but obviously by nature of the name green, green hydrogen, essentially to power your process, you would need to use renewable energy sources. Correct. And that, that can be done. Yes, it can be done. Yeah. I mean, energy's energy coming in. Um, the energy that is used for our process can be renewable or it can be non-renewable. And that really determines whether or not you can put the label of green hydrogen on what we do. It's the same for the, the, the discussion around electrolysis of water being green hydrogen. That process is only green when there's renewable energy being used. So we're kind of all in the same boat in that respect. Um, but but the, the other way of looking at green hydrogen is to think about greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and we don't have any greenhouse gas emissions from our process. So we don't generate any CO2 and we don't generate any additional hydrocarbons that go into the atmosphere that might be greenhouse, gas, greenhouse gases. So we are a green process if, um, if we've got renewable energy behind us. So, so where do you put yourself as a company? In what sort of industry? Because it seems that you're crossing a couple of uh, uh, boundaries almost, you know, with, with, with yeah. what you're doing with your technology. It's a great question. Uh, clean tech is really where we put ourselves, clean technology, mm. um, because we've got this hydrogen application, but we're also looking at, at toxic waste destruction, um, which is a, a clean process. So that's where, we, that's where we are positioning ourselves. So you sort of fit into the circular economy basket. We do. Um, we do. And, and there are, I mean, the circular economy conversation is a really interesting one. Um, and, and we, we fit in there uh, in, that, in that waste destruction space, which is a really, really important one, particularly when there's non-recyclables uh, as well and, and, the, and, you know, landfill and all of that, that area. Um, we've, part of our IPO, we're buying a company in the United States who are, you know, a world leader in gasification of waste, meaning that they can destroy toxic waste, um, large volumes of, of solid waste, uh, very, very easily in that, with their plasma system. So we do sit in that circular economy and we're kind of touching a lot of different areas in, in that clean tech space. Mm-hmm. So, so Chris, let's talk about your IPO now. You, yeah. you were pitching investors uh, $25 million for the IPO. What, what sort of market cap do you expect to have on listing? So it's a, we're raising between 20 and $25 million. Mm-hmm. Um, if we raise $20 million, which is our minimum, we'll have a, a $120 million market cap as we list. So, so you're already significantly sized, and you talked about um, an acquisition of a US-based company. Yes. That is part of the IPO process. That is where your funds are actually going to be used. Is that correct? Uh, only part of our funds. Yeah. So our use of funds is really uh, targeted at, at our growth and our growth over the next uh, 24 months. So we have some of our funds will be uh, used for working capital for the Phoenix Solutions team. Um, to help them to manage their business and, and to grow their business significantly over the next 24 months. 
they got a, a, a strong uh, future ahead of them. Um, we really want to make them as successful as possible. Uh, a lot of our funds is, are going to be used towards building new PFAS destruction equipment and, and the concentration requirements for, for processing this toxic waste in, that sits in water. And we also have funds that are going to be applied in a number of different hydrogen projects. Um, it's also it's all being deployed to be generating revenue as quickly as we can. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a very structured use of funds, uh, but it's, it's really being used across the board, across the entire business, so we can get everything moving. So how will Phoenix Solutions slip into essentially what you're doing right now? I mean, you've talked a little bit about the company and what they do, yep. but, but draw out the process for us. So Phoenix, they're the ones that produce this central piece of kit, the, the plasma torch that we use in, in our applications. Um, they sell that, that equipment into the global market. They're a, a, a glo- truly global company. They're working all over the world and they have been for the last 60 years. They're a family-owned business, but, the, but their equipment forms the core of what we do. Um, we're not intending to change the, you know, what they're doing. We want them to keep doing what they're doing. Um, but the opportunities that they have are, are in different sectors than what we are exploring, uh, but we're, we're excited to help them grow. So they, they become this key source of the, of the equipment that, that we use, that we're going to be using to make our hydrogen uh, equipment successful. Um, and they just become a, a key part of it. How successful, what sort of success are you getting when you're talking to potential partners um, about your expansion into hydrogen production? Um, and how, how does that sort of work? How are those conversations going? You know, we, we actually really only came to the marketplace looking for partners or looking for projects. About six weeks ago, we sponsored a hydrogen forum in Sydney um, and it was it was overwhelming for us, to be honest. Uh, you know, the decarbonisation of industry is real. It's happening. Um, we attended a gas forum where these uh, coal seam gas producers and conventional gas producers were all standing up there talking about reducing their greenhouse gas emissions by 30% by 2030 or 2025, one of them um, had that, that, that target. So they are putting real money into decarbonisation of their assets and of their business. And that's where we can come in. Um, and so the, the funds are there, um, the partners are there, everyone's willing to, to, to invest. Uh, and it's, a, it's a, something that's actually being truly addressed properly. So that's one area of, of, of opportunity for us. And the other area is, is just general industry. Where, where natural gas is used as a as a heating um, fuel, uh, everyone's trying to reduce their carbon footprint. So uh, the, the response has been significant, and the response to us wanting to joint venture has also been very strong because that gives the the partner um, uh, and a, a partner, which is us, to help them manage the risk of rolling out hydrogen projects. Uh, and we just see the opportunities are quite significant. We've actually got a team. Our COO and, and our general manager for hydrogen are in Rotterdam at the moment at the World Hydrogen Forum, uh, which is a much bigger space to play in. Um, and again, the you know the opportunities that are that we see coming out of that are, are quite significant. So it's a very exciting time to be in this space with this type of technology. Uh, you, you've talked about um, geography a, a little bit there. Obviously, yeah. the company that you're wanting to buy through the IPO, well, you're buying through the IPO, Phoenix Solutions is. Yeah. is- um, a US-based company. Yes. Um, what, what is what's happening in the US at the moment, and is that going to continue to be your geographic focus? The US for us, uh, in the you know in the short to medium term, is really about 
the PFAS opportunity. Um, PFAS being this, in inverted commas, forever chemical, it's been labelled, uh, that sits in water and has been very difficult to get rid of. Um, for us, uh, rolling out our, our technology across the United States relating to PFAS is really where it's going to, where we're going to get some significant growth. And we're seeing that already. The high, on the hydrogen side, it's a bit slower. Um, you know, we, I think we're, we're pretty much leaders here in Australia of, uh, in understanding what we can do with hydrogen and how we're actually going to be doing it, how we're going to be rolling it out. Done a lot of the engineering on it. We've done a lot of the thinking about how that's going to be done. Um, I think they're a little bit further behind us in the United States. But certainly the volume of work that we see and the volume of opportunities on the PFAS side is, is quite significant. So in addressing that, we'll be leveraging our partner uh, at this company, Phoenix Solutions, and their team. Uh, and then we, we're we going to be rolling out um, a growth strategy, which will be sustainable for us. Um, but the opportunities are absolutely fantastic to build a really strong business. So, so talk to us about um, your balance sheet at the moment. Um, you're talking about the 20 to $25 million IPO. Yes. Um, with a market cap at time of listing at, at the twenty million, one hundred twenty million, yeah. Twenty million, yeah. Yes. I mean that's that, that's a significant. That's a significant size market cap for a new company coming onto the market. Um, it is. It is. Um, you know that we don't have any debt. Um, that cash will be deployed to to generate strong income, strong earnings, which will then recycle back into the business and continue to grow. Um, you know the market cap and the valuation. You know, we look around at, at other companies that are sitting in this in this space uh, with you know, the market caps that they have. We've done comparisons, and we, we think we're coming on at a very strong at a at a very reasonable valuation. Gives the investor a, a strong investment um, and gives them an opportunity to get in with with a you know a new leader in this clean tech space. We certainly see ourselves in a unique position with the opportunities that we have and the technology that we have. Mm. And your your partners in you the people that you're talking to, you know essentially are obviously very, very interested in the new technology that you're using and the innovation in the, in the space, but you've also actually created a, a, a transportable process plant. Yeah. Um, so, so talk a little bit about that and how that works. Well, everything that we do is actually modu- modular and transportable. Mm. And that's the, the amazing thing about plasma and the way that it's been designed and, and the equipment that we use. The energy density is very high, meaning that you don't need big equipment. Um, you can do a lot in a small space. So everything that we do is transportable and, and modular. That means that um, you know, what, if we're if we're processing PFAS materials, that we can once that's done and completed on a particular site, we can go to another site. Uh, on the hydrogen side, once we're you know if we're on a site where there, there's, there's for example there might be flaring um, gas, and we can process that into hydrogen until that flared gas is is finished and then we can move to another site. You know, there's a lot of really strong benefits for for being modular and having this type of design. Mm, Okay. So give me a sense of what we can expect from Synergen over the next uh, uh, sort of 12 to 18 months, Chris. Uh, Well, certainly revenue and uh, profitability. We'll be having significant growth here in Australia and, and, and across into the United States. Uh, our Phoenix business is going to be um, building on what they've already done. Uh, they've got a, a really interesting opportunity sitting in front of them. Uh, we'll be building the team. Uh, there'll be really strong news flow uh, from all of the, the opportunities that we're progressing. Uh, and really what you're looking at in about 18 months is a, is a, a business that's got strong revenues, uh, profitability, 
uh, and just continuous growth. All right. Well, very much looking forward to uh, uh, watching you take this journey, Chris. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today. Thanks, Aurel. I really appreciate the time. And that's all we have time for for this edition of Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, was sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, Australia's leading corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Barclay Pierce Capital provides specialised corporate advisory and equities trading services to privately owned businesses, small to medium-sized public and ASX-listed companies.